0: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au.
1: T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Brick Lane Brewing, where lovers and makers of great beers come together. Join the community today. Switch to Kogan Mobile for $2.90 for 30 days with 20 gig of data.
0: Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. The voice of world football in this country, Simon Hills. Go to join us in a matter of seconds. He's the host of the Global Game and you can check that out on, if you can't check it out live, you can check it out on the SEN podcast site as well. And you can watch every Isuzu Ute A-League match live on Paramount+. Plus. So plenty in the world of world football to talk about. Watch every Isuzu Ute A-League match live on Paramount+. So Simon jumps on the line. Great to have you, Simon. Good to have you back.
1: How are you, Dwayne? You good?
0: I am excellent. And I'm just wondering whether or not you've got a a snapshot. It's only a small sample size. But how's the A-League season shaping up for you?
1: Uh, It's been a pretty good start, I think. Um, Obviously, we've had some big games. We had the Big Blue in Round 1, which... uh, Attracted a crowd and uh, we had a very good game there. Similar at Victory Wanderers on Saturday nights. Uh, good intensity to the game. Um, but, you know, we're only a couple of rounds in. Um, so we're easing into the season. But uh, it's just nice to have it back because we have the longest off-season in world football and uh, it becomes a bit of a drag.
0: Can you give me an early overreaction? Are we getting too excited about Melbourne City given their two from two? Or are we getting too uh, disappointed with Western United given their zero from two?
1: Uh, yeah, probably it's a bit early to go off the deep end. Um, I do think Melbourne City will, will challenge this season as they've done for the last four or five years now. Uh, they're front three, as we know Leckie, Naboots, McLaren, and they were all very good against Brisbane on Friday night. Uh, you know, arguably the best trio in the competition. They've got Marco Tilio sat on the bench who who can't get any game time, and he's a soccero as well. So, City have got great depth, um, very, very strong. I think Western, you know, probably come back to the pack a little bit this season, but uh, it's early days. They've lost their first two. Not, they've not quite been at it. Um, defensively, they've made some uh, terrible errors in the first couple of rounds. But Johnny he will sort that out. And, I, look, I think they'll be okay. Uh, I, going back to back is always difficult. A-League history shows us that only two teams have done it in the past, Brisbane and Sydney. And, uh, you know, to do it for Western. Um, particularly as you know, they perhaps don't have the resources of uh, the biggest Sydney and Melbourne clubs. M- might be tricky, but uh, they'll be all right. I still think they'll make the finals.
0: And is a uh, good Western Sydney with a big rockin' home crowd uh, exactly what soccer needs in this country as well to get them back on track.
1: Well, it's part of the solution. Um, you know, we know that Western Sydney is is a massive football area. Uh, it's produced so many socceros down the years. A lot of football fans in that part of Sydney. The Wanderers have been in the doldrums for, for so many years. They haven't made even the finals since 2017, which in a 12-team competition where mm. half the league qualifies is almost impossible to do. Uh, but somehow they've managed that. They've made a great start for this season. They were very well organised against Victory on Saturday night. The two midfielders, Roman Amalfitano and Callum Neuwenhoff in particular, were outstanding and it's a base from which to build it's only two games it's two wins but two clean sheets and uh you know i think rodana has gone back to basics this season and in terms of you know character personality is imprint on the team he's probably the closest they're going to get to tony popovich who remains the last man to take them to the finals so i think there are positive signs there for western sydney wanderers and obviously you know, if they continue to win, you'd hope that their fans come back to, to Combank Stadium in Parramatta. And, you know, when that place is full of their supporters, it's it's one of the best sites in, in Australian sport, never mind Australian football.
0: I've got a couple of friends who are Melbourne City fans, so uh, I'll, I'll throw my question at you with that in mind. And they've been talking up this season, the start, the quality, and I've asked you about that last week. But does your sport have a situation the same as... You know, my regular sport where some people like to look back at the 70s and 80s and say, oh, it was better then and it was better when, you know, South Melbourne was in. And is there is there a want to almost poo-poo this little era even though it's pretty good?
1: Uh, well, amongst some people, obviously. You know, people uh, do look back to eras that they remem- remember fondly. Um you know, I'm old enough to remember uh, when I was growing up, Manchester City, before the Arab money, you know, we had a player called Colin Bell and Francis Lee and, and Mike Sommerby And, I, you know, I still remember them with with huge fondness. But time moves on. Um, you know, the National Soccer League is no longer with us. It's, it's not coming back. It, it died in 2004. Uh, the A-League is what we have. It's ours. And, you know, it has its ups and downs, the same as every other sporting competition. But it's a good competitive league. There are good matches every week. Obviously, there are some issues, you know, bigger picture stuff to try and uh, reunite the pyramid. And that's where this angst comes from people agitating for a second division. And I want it too. Mm. Uh, FA says it's going to happen probably in 2024. If we get that, then, you know, we'll have the South Melbourne, the Sydney Olympics back in the competition. Uh, at least in the second tier, and you know, hopefully, ultimately promotion relegation, because that's the global standard. That's what we all want. Uh, but we also all know that in this country, there are you know big obstacles uh, to that happening with the geography of Australia, the finances of the game, etc. That's for the the games leaders to resolve. But uh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with a bit of nostalgia, so long as it doesn't take over and you ignore the present.
0: So when was the EPL at its finest moment, do you think, Simon?
1: (laughs) Well, before it was the EPL. Um, Football (laughs) existed a long time before the Premier League came around. Uh, You know, I I watched my first game in, in 1974, and the Premier League didn't start until 92. So it was the old first division in those days. And, you know, again, it just depends on your individual perspective. You know, my dad, who's 88, uh, thought that Colin Bell was okay and that Peter Doherty, who played in the 1940s, um, you know, Colin Bell couldn't, wasn't fit to lace his boots. <laughs> so I think it's all dependent on which era you grow up in. And, you know, we all have nostalgia for our youth, don't we, where, where things seem exciting and so much better. But, uh, you know, we shouldn't ignore the present because in 30 years' time, today's kids will be going, oh, You know, you remember that Western United team? And it sounds funny now, but it's true.
0: So let me continue that line of questioning then, because we do have something else, which is called, by some, recency bias, where we tend to rate those champions we're seeing now better than we rated the old ones. Where, Where will we look back on with Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi and even Mo Salah now? Where do they sit in terms of the overall spectrum of greats?
1: They will be remembered as the best of their era, uh, possibly in in the cases of Messi and Ronaldo, up there amongst the best players of all time. Um, Again, you know, I I have a bias towards the past because I I grew up watching uh, the likes of Pele at the very tail end of his career and Diego Maradona in particular. And there are others like, you know, Zinedine Zidane. Who was a, an absolutely marvellous footballer. So, uh, but I, th- I think Messi and Ronaldo, in particular, will be you know remembered long after they're gone as being not just the best of this generation, but uh, arguably any. Um, I don't think they're the best players ever, but they're up there. They're certainly top five.
0: And are you okay this week, given Man City's loss? Are you okay losing to Liverpool?
1: <laughs> Yeah, like, look, I'll survive. There's still 10 points behind us, um, albeit with a game in hand. Look, uh, you know, I, I thought that Liverpool might live for that game. It's obviously disappointing that City weren't able to win it. Um, we were certainly the favourites to do so. Uh, Pep Guardiola, unfortunately, and it's only my opinion. Who am I to tell Pep Guardiola? Goodness me. Uh, but he tinkered around with his system again. He played a back three. He has this tendency to, to overthink the big games on occasion, I believe. And uh, I, I think he did the same thing again at the weekend. But it's, it's still very early days in the, in the Premier League title race. And uh, I'll tell you one thing. If, if you offered Liverpool where City were in the table at the moment mm. in, re, in return for the reverse of that result, they'd take it.
0: And are Arsenal and Man City due to meet? Did that game get postponed?
1: Sorry, could you just repeat that?
0: Yeah, Arsenal and Man City are due to meet. That game was postponed, wasn't it?
1: Yes, that's correct. Um, and the reason for that is Arsenal have, uh, have got to play another game in Europe because that particular game was cancelled when all the games were cancelled after the death of, of Queen Elizabeth. So, uh, unfortunately, that's, that game is no longer going ahead. There are a couple of big games, though. Uh, Liverpool are playing West Ham, I think, um, uh, tomorrow. And also Manchester United are playing Tottenham. So there's a there's a couple of important games with relevance for the top of the table uh, in midweek in the Premier League.
0: And we're not far away from the World Cup. So we'll, we'll talk more about that in the coming weeks. But uh, the excitement is starting to build.
1: It is. And, you know, for Australia, obviously, Graham Arnold, who we've got on the global game tonight, incidentally, 9 o'clock hmm. till 11 on SEN um has got some big decisions to make uh he's got a, an extended 26-man squad that he can pick this time it's normally 23 so this makes it a little bit easier for him uh i know he's watching a lot of a league games at the moment and of course keeping an eye on what's going on over in europe and asia as well so you know the makeup of his squad is going to be fascinating particularly as there's he's got a couple of injuries to contend with now nathaniel atkinson picked up a a nasty-looking injury playing for Hearts in Europe last week. Aidan Frostitch I'm told, has picked up an injury playing for Hellas Verona in Italy as well. Um, so you'll be checking nervously on, on their state of health over the next few days, I guess, because uh, the big dance is not far away. It's a month uh, till we kick off.
0: Looking forward to it as well. Hey, great to have you, Simon. So 9 till 11 tonight, global game. You'll hear more from Simon Hill and uh, soccer looked at with a magnifying glass, even though we had a nice little snapshot there. And we'll talk soon, Simon. Thank you.
1: Thanks, Tony. Have a good week.
0: Simon Hill joining us, host of the Global Game. And you can watch every Isuzu Ute A-lead match live on Paramount. Plus, back, plenty still to come. Take a couple of calls. Bryce McGain is also going to join us after the break. In fact, after the news, I think we'll hold Bryce off until after the news, given there's a couple of ICC World Cup games happening at GMHBA Stadium in Geelong this afternoon. And we had the big upset yesterday with Scotland getting up. So we'll talk more about that straight after this on Dwayne's World. G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au.
1: Teas and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.